much, Robin. Ah, we can't give you too much. We can't give you too much. Robin E. checking in back on another episode of Pillow Talk Podcast in the building. Got to give a shout out to Cam Cone, okay, with his single no titles. Definitely one of my favorite R&B tracks of 2022, but we're bringing that shit into 2023 as well, okay? So make sure y'all tap into the Rotation R&B playlist on Apple, curated by me personally. In the building today, super duper excited to have my guest, man. Keese is back in the building. Round of applause. Need a round of applause, sorry, in the background. Round of applause. We got him up. In Thanks for heads. having me for the second time. Yes. Yeah, the first time was three years ago. I can't believe it. I was your first interview of 2020 before all that bullshit happened. Ooh, and that was literally again. January 1st of 2020. I was the first person you interviewed. You a real one. Yeah. You a real one for that. I appreciate no, that. No problem, of course. And always. you've been you've been doing a lot since then. Oh, I've been doing a lot, a lot since then, actually. Yeah, you've been doing a lot since then. Um, but before we get into that, um, real quick, definitely want to recap with y'all. Um, so I just had a 30th birthday, so definitely want to just, you know, give a shout out to all the thir- dirty 30s. You know what I'm saying? We out there. We out there in this thing. Uh, the 30th birthday was decent. A lot of people thought I was going to be doing something extravagant. I didn't. I did. I thought I'm you old. Were. I'm old now, Keith. On Twitter, I told you happy birthday, too, and you didn't respond to me. It's a lot of people. Wow. Uh, so you gonna bring I that feel in, away. You're going to bring that energy. I feel away. You're going to bring that, I feel bring away. that energy. But in. I love you, okay. so I'm here, right? All right. I will take that. I, I am away. sorry. But I did say it to you, though. <laughs> I didn't forget about you. I am sorry. Thank you for the happy birthday. No problem. But, yeah, we're 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 in the 30 room. We're on the other side now. I'm 31. So I don't know about you, but um, I learned, like, one major thing, you know, in my 20s, basically. Um, and the main thing I learned was to, like, find your purpose early. I feel like I wasted a lot of time when I was in my third, you know, well, in my early 20s. Did you waste a lot of time? I did. I definitely wasted a lot of time. I just feel like if I can go back at least 10 years and, like, kind of have the mindset I have now and do the stuff that I'm doing now, it'd be so much better. Because mm. I feel like I found my passion way too late. Like, I mean, I was making music a lot. I still mm-hmm. had a passion for that. But that's a little harder to get into, you know, to break yeah. into that music industry. Yeah. But if I would have had my other passion I'm doing now back then, mm-hmm. it'd be so much better. It's like... So you do find yourself later in life, and the kids that find themselves early in life is that they bless. They yeah. really bless, cause man, trust yes. me, I wish I knew that. Yeah, you're not wrong. Absolutely, I, I wasted a lot of time. I think towards like right after I got out of college into right now, where I should have just like did the shit. Yeah, just did the damn thing. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. You live and you learn. I got aches and pains. I done fucked my knee up. My knee all fucked up now, so the thirty pains are hitting. It's not healing like it used to. It don't. Yeah, my you know, check engine light for my body came on when I turned 30. I turned 31 back in. The check engine, yeah, the check engine light came lights, on. Like. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, and I'm 31 now, so, <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's real. Damn. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, you look good, 31. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? So we got we to gotta embrace the 30s. We got to embrace the 30s. So let's get into <laughs> you and just some of the things that you've been doing. So you did mention music, obviously, but I want to talk to you about being a content creator and being yes. a black content creator. So, first off, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We got to give it up for that because yeah. it's real in the field. So, tell me a little bit about your journey, like, in, <clears throat> in the content creator world. So, um, back in, what was it, 2021. So, I had started TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. I think when the pandemic first happened, but never, ever used it, right? 
So then in 2021, I uploaded the video, the ENJ video that like ENJ video. Seen. And that video was two years old when I uploaded it. So like it was new to the world, but that video was two years old to me. And then that video went viral and like literally my TikTok followers, I only had like 30 followers on TikTok at the time. That shit went from 30 overnight to like 30K or something like that. Wow. Overnight. And then like after like about a week, I think I was up to like 40K. I think right now I'm close to like 50 because I kind of slowed down on TikTok. Mm -hmm. But it went up to like 40K in like two days, promise mm -hmm. you, overnight. So at that point in time, I'm like, if I got a little following right now, let me take advantage of it. So that really got me into content creating. Before that, I never really was making too many skits. I wasn't really like doing too much content creating. But that video, I just randomly uploaded it. Did not know what it was going to do. I got friends in California after like an hour texting me like, yo, I seen your video. I'm like, video? What the fuck? It was a crazy time seeing it. I felt I felt so famous. I had like Snoop Dogg retweeting it. He yes. like reposted it. I had Cardi B reposting it. It was like, yes. it was a cool ass moment. I still got all the screenshots too. I got all the screenshots. I had like Carlos Miller. A lot of them like, it was crazy to see. And it's like, it was black people supporting me too. So it was like, that was cool as fuck. Absolutely. And then I look everywhere and everybody posting the video and every page go viral off of it. It's crazy. Even to this day, it's two years old, but mm -hmm. people still post it. Mm -hmm. But that video basically got me into content creating. Nice. And that kind of opened up that door for me. I'm like, you know, this is like a cool little feel. You know, you can kind of be more open, not really be judged. Like, yeah. Because before that was music, you know, yeah. that's like kind of harder to get into. People either like a song or not. Facts. But content can be like Definitely universal, hard. like anybody will like content, you know. So yeah. I felt that was more easy and that was more on my level anyway, too. So I kind of stuck with that for the past two years. So I've been doing that. Nice. OK, so how did you feel like when you saw the followers coming <laughs> in? Like, did that feel surreal for you? Yes, it was. It was overwhelming. Like even to this day, I literally got my TikTok notifications off mm. because I was waking up and like, you know, like you got an iPhone, mm -hmm. you don't. Well iPhone like your home screen you can like just swipe it up yeah. on your and I was just swiping for hours and it's like people liked your uh, video all this stuff and like people this person followed you it was crazy and like it to see it was wild like I think before that the most followers I had I think on my IG at the time was that like I think I had like 1100 followers on IG that was just naturally before anything ever went viral mm -hmm. and to me that was a lot I was like that's cool but I wanted to get more but to see 40k yeah. was crazy and that was like two days so it was wild I was I didn't even know how to react to it I didn't know how to react like Never had a video with a million comments. It was just wild. I was like, yo, what the hell? I felt Crazy. famous. I literally felt famous, I'm telling you. I you felt famous. Fa you a little famous, I, though. I felt so famous. I was like, yo, this is cool as fuck. Getting, like, the notoriety from it, it was cool. Yeah. That was a cool That was a cool thing. Shout out to it you, It was a though. cool time. And, yeah, it was a cool time. That's man. super dope, man, for yeah. real. That's a very surreal moment. Very it surreal. Was. So with that happening then, did you make the decision to just go ahead and be a creator in that moment? Or did you just like, I'm just going to continue to put stuff out, see what happens? That's kind of, okay, yeah, that's kind of how it was. Because even when that video went viral, I didn't really understand like an algorithm of how to go viral or how to like post. Mm. So what I did was I was like, well, this video was two years old. If people like that, I got other funny videos, yeah. you know. Like, so I just started posting videos that I already had. And since that video was doing like going viral, everything around that I was posting kind of like was doing numbers. But then it got to a point I was like, okay, let me like try to like, you know, dip into like, I guess like acting out content and doing a little content. Okay. I think I was posting like videos consistently. And like a month later, another video went viral and that got like four something million views on. Mm. It was crazy. And I was like, okay, so people like this type of stuff. So I kind of stuck to that. And now I got like, I think like eight videos in total from TikTok, IG, all that. That's like over a million views now too. Nice. So yeah, it's crazy. So I kind of just stuck with it after that. Like, I think the second month of me going viral, I think that kind of opened it up. Like, you know what, let me just keep trying this and see where I get. And I guess it's been working out for the last two years. So nice. I, just, I just stayed I stayed in that lane.
now the now the pressure's on now. It is. So we talking like two months. We are gonna take it back. We talking two two. You know, you in it. The people come in. Your shit going viral. So after you started acting out some stuff, how did you decide what what was worth posting at that point? It was to the point where I was just trying to just get out. I mean, everything. It was a, a lot of ideas that I did, and I was personally like, I don't really like this. Like, okay. so I just kind of scrapped it. But I don't really scrap too many videos. Like, I talk to a lot of content creators who, like, will make videos. They say it take them days to make stuff, and they might even scrap some ideas. Mm. To me, I was kind of like, well, just putting something out there will still be good. I'm like, what yeah. I don't think is good, somebody else might find, f- like, fire. You know, so I was like, well, I might not think this video is okay. And what, the one the one thing about content creating is, like, sometimes the video you put the most effort into might not even be the one that everybody like. And that's the Facts. crazy part. Like, I had videos that took me hours to film, and I'm like, oh, this going to be a hit. I'll put it in, it got like decent numbers. Mm. But then I got the ones that I just took like maybe like two minutes to make and I put it out. I look up, oh, 500K. What the, like, <laughs> this video did that, but the last one I put so much effort yeah. into didn't really do nothing. So it's like, like what you, sometimes what you think would be a good video isn't really a good a good video, mm. but I still put it out anyway just because I'll be like, somebody might like this out there. You never know. Nice. So yeah, I just kind of kept with that mindset. I still do that same thing. Like I'll make a video, I'll be like, uh. Whatever. Let me just put it out there and see what happens. And then yeah. it'll go viral. So now is there anything off limits? Um anything that you don't do that content I don't do? on. I I don't I try to stay too much away from like I guess like super sexual stuff. I might do okay. like I might use a sound that's like sexual. I, I okay. uploaded a video today with like something that like a sound that was sexual, but it was more like me just having a funny moment while that sound was going on. You wouldn't really okay. catch me like half naked in my my uh, videos you know stuff like that to yeah. like i know people like that type of stuff and it'll go viral like you know but i'm like i'll try to stay away from that try to be more on the creative side yeah but yeah stuff like that you won't really catch too much of that like okay or try to disrespect or like disrespect because you know some creators videos. they be pushing the limit they sometimes do. you know what i'm saying they, they, do. they, they push the limit on some touchy subjects they do and i try to stay away from that <clears throat> but then i also learned too it's another key for you guys i also learned that Anything that can be controversial, get somebody talking, that's how videos get shared, too. Mm. Because when people could be in the comments arguing about something, then that gets people to share it to their friends and stuff like that. I did notice that. So sometimes pushing the boundary can get that video out there. But it's not always smart. Like, people try to cancel everything for now, like nowadays, you know, but... You got to be careful. You do got to be careful. careful But sometimes, like, going over the edge, some people can be like, hey, that dark humor was funny. But then you got people in the comments that was like, this shit ain't funny. Like, one of my viral videos was like... um, on IG recently was it was like this um this girl basically like like she was asleep or something like that you know I put like my ski mask on and she was like go lock the door go lock. like basically like, you about to go in and like you know fuck her up because yeah. of she wasn't answering the phone when I called and it was, like, it's a skit clearly yeah but you got people in the comments going back and forth people mm. like yo this is funny but you got ones like this shit ain't funny I had an ex who did this to me this isn't funny you got shit like that so it's like yeah, no then, damn ex do that to yeah, your Yeah, you know ass. what I'm saying? Like, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, sometimes pushing that boundary can get people talking. That's how yeah. videos get shared and stuff like that. So I learned that early on. So I sometimes push the boundary of that level, but I don't really try to go too far where I'm like, like people look at us as racist or like I'm sexist or stuff like that. You Facts. know, I just try to put out like little funny content. Okay. You got people in the comments who know it's a joke. They're like, it's a joke, y'all. Chill out. You know, Facts. so like, you can, but you got the ones who literally be like, this ain't funny. Take this shit down right now. It's so like, you never feel any type of way when you have the controversy or the negative comments? Do you ever feel like, damn, I should take this down? Nah. Um, I learned that from my E&J video because like I told you, that was the first video that went viral. So yeah. I wasn't used to like, I feel like everything I've been doing in my life always had positive feedback. Like, even with okay. music, I might get a few people that be like, I don't like this song like that. But I feel like about 90% of the stuff I did was positive. So me, for the first time, actually seeing some negative comments, it was, like, kind of weird. And I was like, 
damn, like that shit was harsh. Mm. But that video, I think that's the most comments I ever got on any video. That video got like damn near a million comments, you know? So it's like, going back to that, it's like, okay, I kind of like got tough skin through that, you know? Okay. And that kind of showed me like, okay, the internet could be a cruel ass place. So then like, you kind of going through all the comments, my viral videos, it's some crazy shit on there. Yeah. But I don't look at, I'll just like everything though. I'll like it. Okay. But I don't ever like respond to them. And I'm like, that's what people mess up to. You can't respond to a million that's comments. That's true. And people try to argue like they point of view. I don't argue. Like, I never argue. I just like, I'll like their comment and I'll keep it moving. Or I might say something positive under their comment. I appreciate you for the like or appreciate you for the view. Something like that. You know, I'm just saying like sometimes be an asshole too but i never really comment on stuff like that but um right. so yeah those comments don't really they don't affect me no more you gotta learn to look over that shit okay tough skin Fuck yeah you, you have about. to have that if you want to be a content skin. creator you got to be able to take criticism like you have to because everybody won't like your content you know it's like you're gonna find your crowd of people that do like it and you're yeah. gonna have your ones that don't so you gotta just find your lane but even people that don't like it eventually it might come around so absolutely i absolutely love it absolutely love it so you are like a black content creator now. You're in that ballpark. You're in that field. Yes, yes. So how much time do you devote to that? Um, a lot. Like literally all day, my mind is like thinking of content. I'll be at work, and I'm like physically at work, but mentally I'm not at work. You right. know, I'm thinking of so many ideas. A lot of my a lot of my ideas literally come while I'm at work. Like literally, and it's weird because I feel like work is a place that gives me the space to my mind for my mind to just like kind of run freely and that's weird yeah. it shouldn't be like that at work i should be at work you know <laughs> but i really don't be at work like it's like you it's i don't know it's weird because my mind literally be like racing 100 miles a minute and i'm thinking of so many different things i'm in my phone just writing down ideas I'm like, mm. i might touch back on this later so you, you know? write everything down i write down some ideas if i th if i think of it and i'm like oh that might be that might be fun you know okay. i'll write it down you know so um and i'll probably revisit it later or i like deep I think deeper into it and I'll probably go off a skit off with that or I'll just do something different with that idea. So, but yeah, basically all day I'm kind of thinking that I could be doing anything. Like I was in the movies last night watching Ant-Man and I'm thinking of ideas. Like it's so weird. Like I'm supposed to be invested in the movie, but I'm like thinking of like stuff I want to do. Future <laughs> was it good? Was the movie good? I actually liked it. It was for, pretty, for it was what pretty you, decent. For what you paid attention to? Yeah. I mean, I actually <laughs> paid attention, but like, like, li like small little dry spots, I was like... Yo, or Not even just watching something, I could be inspired by something, and it might make me think of something like that, you know? So, but yeah, my mind is like always thinking like something mm. content creating wise. It's crazy now. Now, do you feel, you know, like stressed or overwhelmed at times, knowing that you kind of have to live up to a certain pressure being a creator? <clears throat> uh, yes. Uh, I think about that now with my game show. I think about that. Like, I put out like seven episodes, so people. I got people that still asking me, but like it's not an easy process to just film a show and like get it out right away. You know, you want to make sure everything is perfect before you get it out. So I do be feeling stressed with that. Um, it's a lot. I'll, I'll let you ask that question when we get into that part of it, so I won't go too far into it. But with that part of everything right now, yeah, I can I can be a little stressed to mm. be honest. So what do you do? How do you decompress the stress? I don't. <laughs> That's not good. I'm playing. I do. Um, I think it's just me just. Like uh, being able to be more creative, I'll just think deep into like how I want to do stuff, and I just kind of like line up future stuff, and that kind of gets my mind off of everything too. Like, as opposed to being in that moment, I'm able to like think ahead, and I'm like, okay, I got this set up for this, I got this set up for that. So it kind of like gives me a schedule of how I want to do stuff in the future, or within like the next month, and it kind of like soothes me a little bit. I talk to like my cameraman and everything, we kind of like agree to stuff. So that I'm like, okay, so I know this is coming up soon. Yeah, I don't got to stress, you know. But like nice. so, 
kind of just like looking forward and setting everything up that kind of like helps me out okay you gotta keep things in order that you is do. that you is do. important i learned that you got a plan you use a calendar you yeah plan the stuff out, i do writing stuff out. i do okay i definitely do because you're 31 now i know my mind is terrible too y'all y'all don't even that's understand. what happens when you when you get on the other when side you get over 30 yeah <laughs> yeah your mind yeah you can't even think for yourself I'm it's dead. crazy no but i love that let me give it up for keys though real quick you know you've definitely is. been going crazy like you've been doing a lot just with social media and you know content creator and just putting out stuff um obviously i won't get into personal into the business but i do want to know as far as like relationships or you know personal status like how do you multitask being a creator in your personal relationships with people not getting offended um it's it's tough sometimes like i'll have like people that want to like do stuff with me Mm -hmm. and i can't do stuff with everybody um that's the thing like even like Going into the game show, I got people like everybody asking me, y'all want to be on it? And it's like kind of hard to separate that. I even got like close friends I don't even want on my show, which is mm. crazy. It sounds crazy, but it's like when I, when I get, when you got a vision for something like that, you kind of just know how certain people are and you just don't really want them in that space. It's like, okay, I love you to death, but when it comes to this space, I need to keep you. Thanks. So it's like, yeah, um, you got to learn how to separate friendships from like business and all that stuff. And that could be hard to, that could be hard to learn, but. I had to learn it over the years too. So, but personal relationships can kind of get in the way sometimes. But mm. it's never any hard feelings. I let it be Facts. known. I don't just like you know do shit behind people's back. I'm like, yo, this is what's going on. Whatever the case is, and we just go from there, you know. But it, it can be kind of hard to balance out uh, content life with regular life and stuff like that, you know. Mm. But so yeah, I mean, okay, look, cause listen, y'all gotta stay in your lane. You do. You gotta you really stay do. in your lane sometimes. You know, you you can't be crossing wires, and sometimes people don't have the vision. So I definitely feel you on that. It's a lot of people that I love dearly that will never step foot in the purple room. Yeah, it's, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> like people, it might sound crazy. It might sound crazy, wrong. but in reality, when you got a vision for something like that, you yeah. like you just know that this this isn't the spot yeah. for that that person or those people, whatever the case is. And you just know, like, I can't mix business with pleasure and stuff like that. So, yeah, you just know. You just know. So, let's get into the show. Okay, let's get into your amazing show. So, first off, wait. How did you come up with the title? How did you come up with the the theme, the feel of the show? Okay, so, for anybody that know me, I literally, like, at my crib and stuff, we'll have game nights for, like, the last years. All my friends, we link up. When you get old, (laughs) you stop going out to clubs and shit. Like. You can literally sit at home and play a game of Monopoly and you'll be cool. That's, like, fun to us, you know? It is, though. So, but, like, what happened was we have game nights all the time and stuff. My friends, will all link up. We'll do game nights. And we be having some funny classic moments in those game nights. And I'm like, yo, if that was on camera, that'd probably be classic, you know? And when I'm the, when we do this stuff, I'll be at somebody else's house and they'll make me the game host. I'm like, I'm the one presenting the games or reading it out. Like, this, you know, all this stuff. They just made me the host, like, no matter where I go, right? Mm-hmm. So I basically was like, when it came to content creating, I wanted to start using my YouTube channel a lot more. And I'm like, okay, my little skits can only take me so far. I'm like, I want to do something content-wise where I think it'll actually work. So then I came up like, okay, let's, let's try something out. But I had to think. It took me a long time to think about that. I was thinking about it from like literally the summer. I filmed the first episode in December. Mm. And so in the summer, I was already kind of like going through it and stuff like that, right? But I was like, okay, what can I do differently from a regular game show that'll stand out? And I was thinking like, let's make it a reality game show. Mm. A lot of shows that's hot nowadays like love and hip hop, shit like that, right? Facts. So facts. so shows like that, they'll give you the content, but then they give you the confessionals, right? Mm-hmm. So in my mind, so I'm like, if I can mix game shows with reality TV and make it one thing, mm-hmm. that'd be fire, which is why you see me playing the games and then you see the confessionals. Well, my mindset with that too was, 
You ever be watching a game show, like a Family Feud or something like that, or like a Wheel of Fortune, somebody say a dumbass answer, and you just wonder what they're thinking in that moment? <laughs> That's how I always felt. Like, I'll watch an episode of, like, Family Feud or something like that. People give a dumbass answer. Shit? Yeah, like, a stupid answer, and you be like, you know, damn what, I ain't up there, you know? <laughs> but I always be wondering, like, what was going through your head when that yeah. moment happened? So that's why I'm like, that's why I brought confessionals in. It kind of shows, like, it lets you get into the mind of the contestant of that moment, you know? So, like, they said some dumb shit. You be like, what was you thinking? You know, it's like, what the fuck was you thinking in that moment? And the confessionals kind of bring that out. So that was my mindset with that whole thing, putting that together. And I'm like, if we can just execute this perfectly, it'll be funny. Like, it'll be so fucking funny. And I think we did. I think we executed it perfectly. We've been shooting for like two months now. Back in December was the first episode. We already got like seven out. So um, nice. it's a process. And it's 3D. 3D comps. So yes. um, so my name, so my name on all my social medias is Keys 3D. So I decided to just run with that 3D title when comps is just short for competitions. It's always going to be head-to-head competitions, nice. this team versus that team. So I was like, I came up with the title pretty quick, to be honest. I like ran it by my friends. They was like, that don't sound too bad. My um, cameraman, he made the logo for me and all of that stuff. I didn't wear my hoodies and all that. I just kind of, you know. Fucking up. I did. But, like, um, he made my logo. We sat in my house. We, like, made the logo. We started, like, brainstorming ideas of how nice. we wanted to shoot it. I literally told, I told my idea to him and then Everett. I told both of them, they kind of like, that sound fire, we can execute that perfectly. So we literally like said, we kind of all brainstormed kind of like what we wanted to do. And then, um, yeah, it turned out perfectly. The first time we ever shot it, I was like, when I look back at it, I was like, yo, that shit actually might turn out good. Then when nice. I saw it on camera, yeah. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Nice. But shout out to my cameraman. He make a lot of this shit possible. Okay, I'm literally, look. yeah. I'm the, love I'm the mind. I'm the mind behind it. I'm the face of it. I think of all the ideas. I get the people on there. I do all of that. But Love he, it. like, what y'all see visually, he brings that to life. He edits everything, put everything together, how it's supposed to be. The visuals y'all see, that's all him, so. Nice. Shout out to that man. I guess it's our show. You know, I guess, because you need you need him. You need, I sure. do need him. Let's play, let's play a little snippet of the show here real quick while you're getting your, getting your host on. Cause first off, hold, I'm ruthless, hold the yo. Fuck on, it looks G. so bad on camera. I don't wanna. What you not finna do is kick my ass <laughs> off when I get on this motherfucker. You is a ruthless ass host. Yo, it look crazy like yo, that. Yo, like, you're ruthless. I am. I am. And you're you, ruthless with it. You gotta be. We be having fun though, and like it's funny because like uh, one of my episodes, um, I like had to explain why the dude was out because he was new to the show. And then um, when I said, I was like, so get his ass the fuck up out of here. You literally heard all my friends in the background say, we was waiting for it. And it's funny. That kind of became like a staple in my show. Right. Me like getting you the fuck out of here when you get something wrong. That ain't right. Yeah. I think it's hilarious, though. I think it's so funny. Um, and that's why I put those little compilations out because the videos are long. The videos are like maybe 20 minutes or more. Some of them are like close to 40 minutes. Yeah. So like I kind of gave people shorter versions like that. So you can kind of yeah. like get an idea of what's going on and stuff like that and catch some of the funny moments. And um, yeah, I got one dropping tomorrow. Actually, I edited it today to drop tomorrow nice. on my YouTube. But um, another little funny moment like that. Shout but, out um, to you. But yeah, that's like my favorite part. Now that became my favorite part. So when you come on, oh my god, 
you better hope you stay flawless up there. I'm getting you out of here. You don't know how I rock, y'all. I'm getting you out of here. You don't know how Robin E get down. Yeah, all right. We're going to see. But, no, this show is definitely fire. I love it. I love the, you know, concept of it, and I just love you being a host. I think it's super dope. I think that you're really pushing the content creator you know barrier right now and you're just like tapping into other things that you feel like you can do which is super dope so i do want to ask you a quick question before we get to the trivia because we're going to get to the trivia so there's um a, a trending topic that's going on right now do you know the group in gorilla Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've actually just seen something recently about it. That's, that's yeah. the big dude who be dancing when he right. Eat, right? So his account, um, people got it banned. They got it banned, yeah. You know, so, and he's a content creator, and that's how he makes money. You know what I'm saying? He gets paid. So people, some black people were saying that he represents a chucking and jiving symbolism from back in the day type of thing, dancing for the whites, if you will. But as another black creator, how do you feel knowing that the people like stopped his bag like that for creating some of the same type of content uh, content that white creators create? Yeah, that's how it is. I feel like black people do get judged a little differently with their content. Um, it's actually hard to really get noticed with content. You could have like one viral video and literally that could be like all you known for. So for him to actually like build a following off of what he was doing. To get that following up and to see it like be deleted and like erased, that 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 that'll probably blow me the most, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and you make good money off content creating. Like people don't know that if you get in like a lot of views, you can make good money. So like that dude probably had like a normal job before he ever went viral. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then for him to be able to make money, like make make money off of content, and that like changes your whole life. Now you in that mindset. I want to stay in this content creating world. Mm -hmm. And if somebody like kind of cancel you and ban you, yeah. Oh no, that's terrible. Cause I, I actually just read about that like literally maybe earlier today, mm -hmm. and I was like, what the hell? So I like looked into it a little bit, mm -hmm. but yeah, and I don't I don't think it's cool. I mean, even if you find them annoying, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, like that that's not that's not really an excuse to get somebody canceled. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't I don't get think, that. Yeah, because I, I was reading some of the comments, people was like, I mean, he was annoying anyway, and it's like. What if that was you though? What if mm -hmm. that's like how you make your money? Exactly. Th that's how you make your money, and that's everybody knowing you for. I've seen videos. He with celebrities now. You know what I'm saying? So he really right. like a figure in the, in the celebrity right. world now. And then you getting canceled, and like nowadays, once you cancel, everybody kind of puts you on that same platform. People right. don't want to work with you no more. Mm -hmm. Sponsorships have stopped. All type of stuff. Like even like with the baby, they're trying to cancel him. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of his stuff went out. Mm -hmm. Kyrie tried to get canceled. Nike dropped him. Stuff like that. When it comes to black people, and like when you doing something, people cancel you. It's like the whole world kind of like, well, I can't be on, I can't be on board with you. Even if I'm mm. black too, and I want to support you, I can't show it out loud because mm. I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to fuck up my bag because I'm trying to defend you, you know? And that's kind of, that's kind of what it's come to, man. Like cancel culture is real. So, so do you feel like black creators are not sticking together? It's like fin for yourself. Yeah. You kind of got those ones that might kind of like stick their neck out, but like, it's kind of, once people got you in that cancel world, it's kind of hard to come back from that. Mm. Unless you, you got to do something like, extraordinary for them to be like, all right, we forgive you. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like sometimes black people don't sit together because of a lot of people nowadays, they got sponsorships and stuff like that. You know, like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of money is coming from people that's not black, you know, so mm. they don't want to fuck that bag up. Cause at that point it's like, okay, I'm making my own, I'm making my own money off what I do. I understand, I see what you're going through. I want to help you so bad, but I don't want to fuck up what I got going on. I yeah. still got to feed my family too. You know, I don't right. want to put myself in that category, which I mean, it can be like, I guess a good and bad thing. I feel like we should all stick together more because if we all sticking together when it comes to a certain subject and people can't really look at it as negative, you know? Right. But if you got one person out of a million that's famous trying to stick out for one person, then it might not. Right. That's not going to save somebody. Mm. But, yeah, I feel like it should be more people that stick together when it comes to that. Absolutely. He shouldn't have got canceled in the first place. He wasn't doing nothing crazy. Like, 
And my thing too is like white people do are doing way, way lamer shit and just all types of shit that they're getting paid for. They checking a bag. They they throwing paint on the wall. They checking a bag. They doing dances to black people music. They're checking a bag. Y'all do know there's a setting, right? That you can put that you can hide things. If you don't want to see the nigga, you know, you can hide it. But in contrast to that, if you're watching his video, the algorithm is going to pick that up. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, don't sit up here and say you don't watch the nigga when you clearly do you watch, watch him. Because you, know you've seen what multiple videos. If you say yeah. you, you, getting, you can't get tired of somebody, you see him for the first time. Yeah, you know, and you it's just like, I don't care times. how annoying somebody is, I'm not going to fuck up somebody's bag. Yeah. Like, y'all fucked up this man's bag. You know what I'm saying? And, and now I, he forever, like, on that wave of being yeah. canceled and getting banned. And so I've no worked with him. Do. Like, he's really dope. I did some press stuff for him, and he's really dope. He was bullied as a kid. Oh, for and real? He, yes, he was bullied as a kid, and he used bodybuilding to regain his confidence. Mm-hmm. And he was a big kid, and he liked to dance, and they used to make fun of him for that shit. Oh. Real shit. See, look, that, and that's what's worse, too. When you learn a backstory of somebody, it makes you look at them differently. Like, you mm-hmm. can really, like, learn to love somebody off their backstory. Yeah, like, a, a lot of celebrities I follow, I don't just follow them because I like them. It's like, I actually, like, I, I feel like I know them outside of music or yeah. content creating because, like, they kind of put their life out there. Right. So you get to know them, like, outside of what they do, you be like, damn, I actually gain, like, a, a, a big respect for that you person know? because of that. Yeah, and... See, I didn't. I didn't know you. Yeah. I didn't know you met him, and that's yeah, kind of crazy to hear that. Because, I did some work see? with him. He's dope, and he he's just a good person that wants to be comfortable in his skin. Yeah. So that's why he dances. That's really the root of it. Him being happy in his skin because he wasn't for so long. And I and I guarantee you, about ninety percent of the people that wanted him canceled didn't even know that about no. him. So if you get to like know somebody like on a personal level, you might think different of what they content could be about or what they're doing. You know, and yeah, and that's crazy, man. Like, see, that's. Yeah, I didn't even know that. See, now I want to... <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, man. But you man. know, like, that's, that's why the crazy. black content creators, you know, we got to we gotta try to stick together and support one another. The and, white content creators stick together, they definitely that, that's do. That's what I'm saying. And they I agree with do. you on some of that, but the, the root of it is, yeah, they're not going out of their way to get another one of theirs canceled. Oh, they're not, never. They're not going nah. out their way to stop a bag from so-and-so. But the fact that black people who aren't even content creators, this was black Twitter and shit that yeah. did this, felt the need to create a petition is wild to me yeah no that's that should never happen you know he wasn't uh he wasn't hurting nobody you know he wasn't doing anything nasty like and and y'all went through that extreme so shout out to him i'm sorry about that because i really i'm really sad about that shit that they fucked up his bag hopefully he can get his shit back and they not getting canceled my man just want to dance in public and eat food that's what i'm saying i haven't seen no crazy negative video from him yet like i I basically the same thing don't do it yeah, I basically see the same type of content, and it's like always. I'll, I'll be laughing at it because I'm like, you too big to be doing that. So it just makes it funny. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. Like, it's entertaining. It's literally entertainment. But yeah, I had to, you know, him. get your opinion on that because you're a black creator, and it's just, it's just fucked up. I just it think, is. I just think it the is. situation's messed up, and it makes it harder for other black creators to get out there because you never know who's going to make a damn petition to cancel your shit. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> but whatever. I just, you know, I had to get your opinion on that. So let's transition over into the trivia, y'all. Now, hey. it's Black History Month still. I ain't okay. trying to hear all that. You know what I'm saying? Always and forever. I love my black people. And your birthday in Black History Month. You know? And snowfall coming back this month. It's just a lot happening right it's now. It's a lot happening. It's a lot happening right now. So the first trivia question I want to play is, are you black enough? Oh, shit. I think I am. I'm are a nigga. Are you black enough? I'm a nigga. You're pretty black yeah. on the surface. I'm black. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a question, and basically you give me the best answer. 
Okay. So we're going to see. We're going to test your blackness. Okay, let's see. So, holiday, specifically Thanksgiving. Besides the turkey, what is the most important dish? To me personally or in, in j- macaroni? Okay, look, you had to think right, about so, it. No, I'm saying, like, macaroni is yes, important. Whoever makes that, is. you got to be on point. You have to be on point. See, look, with that, I'm going to dig a little bit into that real quick. <laughs> I was lactose growing up, so I didn't really oh. like cheese and stuff. But I, I basically pushed the boundaries with that shit, right? Mm. So I like cheese. I like ice cream. All that I can eat it now. So if you your macaroni that. amazing, trust me, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know because I used to eat it growing up. Absolutely, you're not wrong. It's a survey though that says that pe- like Americans, but really that was black folk yeah. that we prefer macaroni and cheese is our favorite side. You know, white people actually—that's a main dish for them. Sometimes. I believe, yeah. That's like their main dish. Like. I don't get that. That's crazy. That's, that's a side for us. That's a main. Yeah, dish that's for them. a main dish for like, them. Like, what's what's for dinner tonight? Macaroni. And, and what and, else? And like, water. what the fuck? Yeah, macaroni milk. and water. That's, milk. And I think they bread. do. Milk. Weird. <laughs> that's disgusting. But yes, you got that right. So next question. Okay. This familiar rapper is from the south, known for flicking a lighter before it hit. Lil Wayne. Oh, oh. Weezy <laughs> F. Baby, stop playing, man. That is my favorite rapper. And, hey, look, wait. They had him number seven on the top ten all time. They did. I was offended. Now, that list was really Fugazi. It was super Fugazi, I wouldn't even. The list was Fugazi as fuck. Come on, man. I was so, when I saw Lil Wayne, y'all don't understand, y'all. And I'm sorry, Jay-Z is overrated as fuck. Yeah, he is to me. He, man, in my group chat, we talk about him all day. Like, Jay-Z overrated. I got one friend in my group who hate, who love Jay-Z. When we talk shit about him, I'll be like, stop playing, bro. He's not a better rapper than Wayne, stop. But Wayne is my favorite rapper, so I'll defend Wayne any day. To see to him death. number seven on the list all time, and to see, like, Kendrick number two and shit like that, yeah. nah. I love Kendrick, though, but nah, you're not better than Wayne. Kendrick was named Rapper of the Year for 2022. Yeah, he was. Time Magazine named him Rapper of the Year. He's an amazing rapper. I love his music, but number two, when Wayne put in year, yeah. Wayne had yeah. literally a yeah. reign. He yeah. went from, like, 06 to, like, 2011 he of like he had a long he had a, fi- like a five school, year yeah that was all niggas was listening to from middle school going into high school like, like it was wayne it was like weird. all mixtape oh, yeah so i defend <laughs> wayne any day okay next question and next friday there was one woman villain who attempted to hurt day day who was that the sister what's her name baby d baby d Come on now. Uh, baby D. Hey, hook me up with your cousin. <laughs> Facts. Come on. How the little sister bigger than the big sister? The Come big on. Sister. Next Friday is the best Friday. Oh I don't God. care. I agree. That is the 100%, best Friday. I'm not going to hold you. That's the best Friday. Like, people say Friday is the best Friday. Nah. I next Friday feel like next is Friday the, was best the best Friday to me. From Baby Jokers to, everything to Chico, about it, man. Like, Uncle Elroy. Day Day. Yeah. Everything about it. What? Yeah. Tyrone. You're Debo, absolutely everything not wrong. about absolutely next Friday to me was just perfect. <laughs> Fire ass movie for sure. Come on. Okay, next question. Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence starred in what movie about Life. prison? Life. Yes. That's one of my favorite movies, too. I actually Period. just watched Life the other it's day. It's so good. Somebody you, was telling me an analogy about how they made it a good movie about a sad circumstance. Yeah, they did. 
it, it was amazing. And yeah, it was unfortunate to get life off of something you really You know what I'm saying? Do. If you really think about it, it's really yeah, sad. Yeah, it's sad as hell because they really served life. They made they you forget do. that they was in jail for life, like generations. This is how you know. Look, this is actually a fun fact about this movie with me watching it growing up, right? This is how you know kids are innocent. For the for like for the longest until I got older and watched life, I did not know Bernie Mac was gay in that. In that. When I was a kid, oh, yeah, I character. did not know he was gay in that movie. Did not know Jangling, he was a gay Jangling. character. Yeah, I didn't know he was gay in that movie. Like, as a kid, you watching it, you innocent. I just thought he was innocent. I thought he just like, you know, he's been in prison. He's got friends. Like, you close to this. I didn't know yeah. until I got older and realized Facts. that he had a girlfriend. You know, right. like, I was, I didn't know that growing up. No, I didn't. Not I when didn't, I was young. You're not wrong. When you're young, you're innocent. You don't you're, know. Not, you're not thinking you don't know. like, and you know, we were, we grew up in the 90s. Yeah. That wasn't like super popular. Right. Gay, gay couples wasn't like super popular. It wasn't, popular. Super it wasn't popular. like a, a, it was a, a secret. thing. It was a secret. Yeah. It was like they did. It wasn't really a thing it yet. A you know, so like at that time to see it wasn't really normal. So Facts. I didn't understand it as a kid. But you're growing up, I was like, Oh shit, he gay. Like You're they together. Wrong. You know, yeah. Right. So That's it, why it he hit was, me late. When he got killed, when he when his boyfriend got killed, yeah. and you know, it was all sad. And I didn't understand why I was sad. I thought it was his best friend, Don. I thought it was like this is his best friend in mm. jail. And like he just got killed. So it's like he just sad that his best friend got killed. But like when you actually get older and start to realize what yeah. it really is, his boyfriend got killed. So I didn't know that growing up, so I thought that was pretty crazy. <laughs> the things you learn. Yeah. The things you learn. Just we just innocent kids, man. Well, we was innocent kids. Kids nowadays know all that shit. So Facts. Facts. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to life for teaching us about life. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to them niggas. Shout out to niggas. Okay, lastly for Are You Black Enough? Uh-oh. Name three characters from the Boondocks. Riley, Grandpa, Thugnificent, Gangstalicious, <laughs> uh, Tom. Thugnificent. <laughs> uh, I ain't even named uh, Huey. I named everybody Huey. besides him. Uh, pimp named Slipback. What's your Come favorite on, episode of Boondocks? Oh, my God, the prison one. <laughs> I literally did a skit actually with that with uh with the um the, the prison skit. I, yes. I did I did a with skit the with soap, that. With the yeah, soap the one the how the episode opened with the um to catch a predator thing, yeah. where he was like, "I like you and I won't." I literally got a skit with that whole thing, like that whole little part, bro. That is the funniest shit in the world. I promise you, if y'all my never seen the Boondocks, is that Let It Burns the Usher episode? Oh, that's hey. my favorite episode. Well, Usher took his girl, nigga. When this nigga. When that nigga was dancing in the, in the street, street in the he, car, yo, I was the, crying. And then the yeah. people came out. Where did the, Where the people, people come from? I don't know. And my they man all just started like, hitting the choreography. My man said, "Car." Right. They had to run. <laughs> and, nah, that a hey, the Boondocks. What's crazy is nowadays the Boondocks probably wouldn't even rock. Oh, like they man. they pushed the boundaries for real. They really did. And I'm telling y'all, the prison episode is literally the funniest shit in it's the world. Funny. The prison one is the funniest Super shit to me. Funny. Like that's the funniest episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Shout out to the Boondocks. Come on, man. I'm Shout black. out to the Boondocks. I'm black. Okay, last, lastly but not least, we gotta do some black family feud. Okay, we gotta do some oh, black family feud. Okay. All right. First up. Uh, how does it go? America, America. We surveyed a hundred people. Oh, right. We surveyed a hundred people, and these are our top four answers. Okay. Name four ways black people reuse plastic grocery bags. Uh, as garbage bags. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <sighs> reuse grocery. Wait, uh, like bags you get from like Walmart and mm -hmm, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know the bag, the plastic bags. How do we use them? How do we repurpose those in the house? Four answers. So you said garbage bag. So you got one. So we use them as garbage bags. Mm -hmm. Mini garbage bags. We're going to say um, that. We're going to say that. Okay. What else? What else do we use it for? I basically use it for garbage. Think about women. What do black women use it for? For your hair. Okay. Shower caps. You can use it for shower caps. Mm -hmm. I, I've actually did that a few times. Bam. Um, what else would you use it for? I mostly use it for garbage bags. I, 
shower caps. I, got, I, I bought one. I bought a shower cap, so I'm kind of bougie now. You got I two to, more. I had to upgrade. That you would use it for? Yep. Okay, think about cooking. What would you need that for when you cooking? What do black people love to eat? How do we cook that shit? Oh, like chicken? Oh, for back. <laughs> <laughs> you put them in the bag and shake it, I'm dead. Yeah, see, I got, I got, I got stuff for that. Now I got like buckets and stuff that I use it. But no, nah, damn, my mom used to definitely do that when I was younger. See, I forgot about that. That's crazy. Period. I got bougie. It's definitely another one. Bougie. What else do we use it for? It's the last one. It's the last one. What else do we use it for? Last one. Um, man. Your hands. You protect your hands. Protect use from gloves? <laughs> yeah. Really? For what? <laughs> use it for gloves? Wait, what are you using for gloves to do? Like when you, you got put all of them right? Yes. All types of shit. You got to write. You know what? I actually. And it's funny because I actually did that before too. I've seen that before too. That's funny. That's actually hilarious. It's real. You brought it back to me. You said that. Okay. That was cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. Next up. What are the essential? I'm sorry. America surveyed 100 people. Here are the top three answers. Three. Trace. Okay. Three. What are the essential products we use to stay non-ashy? Lotion. Mm. Vaseline. Mm. Uh, am I missing something? Lotion, Vaseline. Y'all use baby oil? Yeah. Okay. See, look. Yeah. I hate. I hate the feel of baby <laughs> oil. I'm like the texture of it, it makes me like cringe. So I don't use it, you but are yeah. So black, but you know but that. I, That's I know black. it though. I don't use baby oil no more either. But I remember as a kid, getting yeah. that shit slapped on my face. Boy, I used to go to school, to school shiny <laughs> as hell. I used to go to school. I used to get a big ass like hand of Vaseline. I used to. Hey, look, funny as hell. So my my third grade picture, oh I God. swear to God, my face is so fucking shiny. Cause my grandma, she told me not to do it, but when we left out, I got a little. <laughs> Cause it's weird because I used to think I used to think looking shiny would be cool. I used to like looking shiny would be cool. Like that shit used to look cool to me when I was younger. Not at all. My third grade picture. Not at all. My face is so fucking shiny. Not at all. Ah man, that picture is so fucking embarrassing. Oh my god, you snap it. Okay. That picture embarrassing. Um, (laughs) Oh, I'm black. America surveyed a hundred people, black people specifically. Name four things that you could have been whooped with as a child. Okay, a belt, mm-hmm. a switch, mm. an extension cord, mm. a hanger. Okay. I got a hang, hanger through at I'm me give you before. That, give you that. Um, belt, switch, extension cord. Oh, what am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? Let's take it back to Joe Jackson. What did he hit them with? He's hit them with extension cords. And, what else? And, what did he make them go get? A switch. What though? A tree. A tree branch. Yeah. I mean, that's te- that's technically a switch though. Like a switch is like, I used to have to go outside and get like a switch off the tree. So I mean, that when I say a switch, that's that's kind of what I. Oh, mean. okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So my switch is like a tree branch, and like what I had to learn too. You grab the little small skinny ones. Those that's motherfuckers worse. hurt. I used to get the smallest switch off the off the tree, and my grandpa used to hit me with that bitch. I'm like, "Yo, leave welts on me and shit." Like, nah. I definitely got tore up with a belt, and I got hit with a uh, a GameCube controller. Oh. Before. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Hispanic people, they say they get sandals thrown at them. They call them. I've gotten a sandal thrown at me. They call before. them chunkless. 
Obviously. You hit with a chunkler. <laughs> they, they, and they say Mexican moms got the craziest aim. Like you could be they, anywhere in the house and she throw that bitch. Don't play with it'll them. It'll catch you no matter where you at. Do yeah. not play with them at all. And nowadays kids don't even get whooped no more, man. They don't. They don't get whooped, so they don't even understand the pain that we grew up with. But that made me a better man. They don't. They don't. It made me a better man, though. So now we got the lightning round. You did your thing on all of the other oh, this ones. Fast money. So this the fake little fast money. Okay. Now your mother asked you to take out the meat. You fell asleep. You wake back up. Name five options that you can do when you wake the fuck up from that meat that was not dog. Oh my god! You gotta put that shit in some super hot fucking boiling water. <laughs> you gotta put that shit in some super hot fucking boiling water. That shit gotta unthaw quick. <laughs> You gotta make up a fucking excuse <laughs> of why you didn't do it. <laughs> you might have to leave the crib. Oh you my might god! Why well, put that on there? You gonna have you to have leave. to leave the fucking crib. Yo, look for y'all who not black that's gonna watch this. Yo, not fucking unthawing the meat is the scariest oh. shit in the world, yo. That is the scariest shit in the world. You real, you real life will not eat that night. I promise you to God, you will not eat that night. Oh my um, god. And then, of course, you could just do what? Get your ass whooped. You got your ass whooped? <laughs> put on an extra layer of clothes. I used to layer up sometimes, too. Hey, I did, too. I used to put you know, the extra pants on. I got, extra two, I got two brothers, so when they get whooped, I know I'm next. So I used to be in that bitch with 18 pairs of jogging pants on, yo. Oh, my fucking God. And one time I got whooped, I didn't cry. My mom literally said, I'm going to keep whooping you till you Ooh. cry. So I started fake crying. She's like, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> that ain't it, it was bad. That yeah, I started it. fake crying, yeah. Yeah, you gotta leave though I sometimes too. You gotta get the fuck out of there. That, that is, is so scary. Funny. That's scary, y'all. I swear to God, that's fucking scary. That is so funny. You literally got all of the shit right. I'm, I'm a nigga. Saw that bitch. Run away. You gotta run. Get your ass. You got. Oh, you can fake sleep. I, I fake sleep one time and got hit in my fucking sleep. I never forget that. I, I said I, I fake like I was sick. I'm like, mom, I I've been sick all day. Oh, you tried to. Sick, I said I've been I've been throwing up. She still with my ass. I bet she did. It was damn. They don't care, they don't that care shit was wild. She don't care about none of that. And we didn't eat that night. We had to eat sandwiches and shit. It was depressing, yo. That just brought back memories. Oh, shout out to the moms. Yo. <laughs> scary fucking feeling, yo. Shout that out scary. to the fucking moms. No, but you did your shit, gang. You definitely turned up. Shout out to you. You snapped on the black trivia. You are indeed black enough. I am a nigga. You are indeed a nigga. I am. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, um... You said you got a new episode that's going to be dropping. How do people join? Is there a wait list right now? So um, when it comes to that little area, I just, I, I plan out my episodes. And if it's like a theme episode, like one of them I got coming up, I want to do NBA trivia. So I'm going to try to reach out to like people who are sports fans. I want to do a music episode. Reach out to people who I think like good with music questions, like music trivia, basically. Facts. I'll probably have questions like the Lil Wayne, stuff like that I'll have. Facts. So I want people on there to do that. Yeah. Um. When I reach out to people most of the time if I have an idea for an episode. If I'm doing like a random blockbuster episode like the ones you've been seeing recently, then that kind of could be anybody. Um, okay. I do want to start bringing more people on. Um, my first few episodes, I kind of had it fixed to who I wanted. Okay. Because I wanted to get the content out the right way so people could kind right. of watch it and understand, like, this is what we're going to be doing and all of that. But, um, yeah, to be on it, you got to be subscribed to my YouTube channel for one. I'm not letting you on if you ain't subscribed. You got to be subscribed. You gotta follow my um my IG page with it too. We got IG page and um that's more of like the behind the scenes content. We got so much like my my cameraman is always recording when we doing the shows. So we got so much shit that don't make it into the episode that we post on the page because it's some funny shit on there that, yeah. that don't get in the an episode. So you gotta follow those two. 
and reach out to me. Like I said, I'm always open to let anybody join, but I've been getting an overwhelmingly amount of people hitting me up about it. And I'm only doing like 3v3. I wanted to do like 5v5 family feud type style at first, but mm -hmm. like with confessionals added, that's too many people to yeah. be doing. I'm like, maybe in the future <laughs> we'll probably get to that. Yeah, in the future we'll probably get to that, like where I expand it. But I think right now I'm going to keep it like 3v3 because that's like six people and plus me seven people to do confessionals, which is not really a lot. It's like, yeah. it's, it's doable. We've been doing it like that ever since. But um, I'm kind of like, I'll let people alone to be honest. It's like, if you reach out to me, I'll know you're interested. And then um, eventually I might come back around depending on episode I got planned. But like the, the next two, I kind of got the people I want on there. I just got to execute it. When nice. you gonna come on what episode? You wanna come oh, on? Oh wow! Do you wanna do a blockbuster movie episode? I'm ready for whatever. Movie? I'm a movie buff. I'm a music buff. Okay. You just let me know. The I'm music. Up. The music one. I probably do. I probably be able to have you on there. I have been having more girls on my show recently. My first two, I didn't, and I had people in the comments like, "Well, you gonna have ladies on the show?" And now every episode As since then should. has had girls. As you should. Yeah. No. Definitely. I definitely wanted to have them on there, but um. My first, my first two, it was like my my guy friends. I wanted to get the product out how facts, I wanted facts, it to, facts, facts. Yeah. and then bring people along, you know. So like, I just had to get it out right. But yeah, yes. I want to bring you in a music episode. I'm in there. I want to see because uh, I got my next episode. We filming probably gonna film it next week, Lit. or this weekend or early next week. We probably gonna film it, and that's my champions episode. My people who won in episode two, nice. Go go against my champions in episode three. It's the thing. And for we gonna, me. Yeah, we're going to do that. Everyone, I did Rookies versus Vets. I did Battle of the Sexes. I did Guys Against Girls movie trivia. I did Light Skin versus Dark Skin. Team Dark Skin. Wow. Y'all feel me. And the next one, Champions versus Champions. Then the music episode probably going to be just six random people. And I'll probably mix the teams up and stuff like that. And I like to keep it theme oriented. It kind of makes it feel more organized and more Facts. structured. As opposed to like, are right, we just going to play this game today? Let's just have you guys on here and then it is what it is. Like, right. You know? I did a Valentine's Day episode, too, Couple versus Couple. That was my last episode I released, like, what, a week ago, a week and a half ago? So I try to keep the themes going. I'm trying to keep up with themes. I want to do, um, uh, when it comes to holidays, like, stuff like that, like, Juneteenth, yeah. stuff like that. I want to do, like, episodes like that, too, yeah. you know, to drop. So, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to keep a structure going. So we're going to see a lot more of those episodes this year, basically. Yes. Um, we're doing seasons, too. This is season one right now. We nice got, for the season. We got five actual episodes, but we got seven episodes of content out because we did, like, little uh, spinoff things that we did and stuff like that. I think we're going to do ten per season. So we got five more this season, and we're going to start season two. And I'm planning on doing, like, a lot of bigger shit for season two, so... I'm, I'm literally thinking so far ahead. Like, season two might not start till July, but I basically already got what I want to do. Facts. And stuff like As that. you it's should. Crazy. But you're I'm a content thinking, creator. That's yeah. how you're supposed to move. You got to be structured. You got to be structured. Yeah. And when it comes against stuff like that, oh, my God, you got to be organized. That's how you got to be organized because, yeah, it's crazy. I love it. Y'all, we got Keith in the building. Going brazy. Going brazy on the content. Definitely appreciate you coming on Pillow Talk and just chopping it up with me. Like, you've always been one of the funniest people to me, for real, for real. I know you since, I don't even know, since, since high school, yeah. since a little, since middle, middle school. Middle school, middle too, school yeah. yeah. So you've always been dope, and I'm just happy to see, you know, your comedic efforts, you know, getting the shine that they deserve. Because you. you really are dope. You really are dope, like, genuine. I appreciate so, that. That's super dope. Super I dope. think everybody's going to figure it out eventually. A lot of people already know. Yeah. But people are going to figure it out. I'm a cool person in real life. I might be like an super asshole sometimes cool. on social media. It might seem that way, but I'm really no, cool. No, you're super cool. I'm laid back. People super understand. Cool. So definitely uh, let us know where else we can follow you again. I know you mentioned it, but just run it back for yeah. us. Yeah. So every, I literally changed all my social medias to all, everything is Keys 3D. So it's K-E-Y-S-E 3D. That's all my social medias. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. My Facebook name is my name with Keys3D. Everything on there, Snapchat, all that. So 
You can just search that. I'll pop up, and I'm on all. I'm on all platforms. I'm active on everything too. I upload daily, so y'all will see me on everything. Yeah, yes. I'm working. I'm working. And I'll be on there. So uh, look for me too. Yeah, you were supposed to be on one episode recently. I was. I be busy. Come on, man. Yeah, I wasn't mad at you. See, I wasn't mad when you told me yeah, you had to host a party. I, I wasn't be, mad. I, be d- I wasn't mad. You know how the life go. Yeah, I wasn't but mad. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to make that happen because I do want to come on there. It's super yeah, fun. it's actually a dope environment when you're there. Like everybody that's been on there, all be telling me like, "Yo, I had so much fun like yes. doing it." It's actually like so fun when you actually there. Like, yes. y'all can see in the video that it's fun, but it's competitive on screen. But once we off screen and stuff, it's like funny. The confessionals are the funniest shit to film. Like. We got something I need to make the show, and it's y'all. I promise, if y'all actually there. Oh, we actually do let live people come. Like, so we have a live audience in the back too. Okay, nice. I did want it to feel more like a game show, so I think our first episode we just had the people that was in the show on there. The second episode we had like people in the back like watching it, and I'm nice. like, yo, that shit was actually kind of funny. So I started making rules with power ups that involved the crowd and shit like that too. Okay. So we got people. It's if y'all want to just come and just watch, even if you want to come watch the next episode, yeah. you can, like, I'll let you know when we film it. You can just pull up and just watch. You don't right. even got to be in it. I'm saying what I'm saying. Let us that's, pull up. That's a vibe within itself. I had people for the first time come this last episode, and they was like, yo, I think I want to be on it. That shit look fun. Like, so nice. It's cool to do. So, you know, I'm open for anybody coming if they want to just pop up and just watch this film. So Facts. just reach out to me. Reach out to me. Absolutely. I'm very accessible. I respond to everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't act light-skinned. So, you know, wow. light skinned people will leave people on red or they don't really, respond at all. Um, but you're very accessible. Colorist. So. Yeah, Thank you. You're accessible. Like, <laughs> I can hit you up and you'll respond. You know, so. A little shade. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind being on the light side. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But no, I appreciate you for coming on again. Um, congratulations to all your success. And yeah, I'm going to pull up, you know, and watch the show. You guys can come pull up and watch the show, apparently. Yes. So make sure you guys are following him so y'all can get all the details. Don't say you don't know where to go. And told your ass a thousand million, million times. times. So make a sure million. that y'all slide through. On, we got to give it up to you one more time for beasting on the trivia because you definitely you. did your thing on that. You you're you're super black. You're absolutely black enough. I grew up like this. I've been this way for thirty one years. Black enough, or we black. And of course, <laughs> I got to give a shout out to all the sponsors: a crazy place venue, Black Scotland Clothing, and Royal uh, Nails, Royal Beauty Nails. So shout out to all those black businesses. Make sure y'all support a black business as well for Black History Month. It ain't over yet. It's still a lot of specials going on for the black businesses, black specials, you know, black deals. So make sure that you guys go black, support black, do all of that. Of course, subscribe to Pillow Talk Podcast streaming on all major platforms. This is season four. Keep it locked because this is where it's at. Peace out. <laughs>